Hey, Elizabeth, it's Jesse. Hey, I enjoyed hearing your story, and uh, I added The Art of Living to my book list. Um, it's inspiring hearing you talk about uh, the fears of the dying, and uh, my father-in-law died of cancer, and the care required was super draining. Um, it's a really sad process, but for the people who are still living, um, really get uh, a, an interesting perspective on regret and uh, what we're doing with our lives here. So there's been a lot of healing with our family, and we know it's going to happen again. It's just a matter of time. So keep on enjoying life and being grateful for what is good right now, huh? That's the deal, right? Okay, talk to you later. Take care. Hello, Mr. Healthy Self. Um, yeah, thank you so much for that call-in. Um, I'm in a pretty noisy location right now, so I apologize for the background noise. Um, yeah, the the journey of caring for someone with cancer is is definitely a tough one, and I'm glad that your family has been healing from it. Um, my boss at my job right now, actually, his mom is has cancer right now, and so I've been jumping in when I can to help out at work with um, with that, just because I know what it's like to go through that kind of stuff. Well, I don't even like the people that I've witnessed with cancer haven't been my own parents or anything like that. So even in that circumstance, I still have no idea what it's actually like. Cause it just has to be that much more emotionally draining. So um, definitely agreeing with you on the gratitude. Um, situations like that just make you see how short life can really be and um, that you don't always have as much time as you expect to. Um, and yeah, definitely making the most of every day as much as I can and Definitely happy to hear that you're doing the same. I hope you have a good one. Hey, how you doing? This is Richie Rich, aka The Man of Steel. By the way, I am enjoying the segment so far. Uh, I'm from the UK. Do they do this in the UK as well? I, I was just wondering, like, do they do it in the UK? Um, I think my last segment didn't upload. Anchor's been doing that a lot to me lately and just kicking the recordings back to me. So try this again and hopefully this one works. Yes, absolutely. The Vipassana meditation courses are available in Europe. And as far as I believe, they're available pretty much worldwide. So I will put the link to the website where you can find um, the courses closest to you. And um, hopefully you can register for one. Let me know how that goes. Um, let me know if there is a place close to you and if you think you'll be able to make it to a course. Um, that would be super exciting to me. I'd love to hear if you can make it to one. Hey, it's uh, Nathan again. I just want to thank you for uh, calling in. No problem at all, you know. We wish you well. I mean, that is something hard to go through. And it's obviously it's painful, you know. Um, I I had it so bad I had to end up, you know, taking an ambulance and go to the hospital. And all they did, I think, is give me some medicine to kind of make it pass. And then they told me to drink a lot of water. That happened. That was years ago. But I always I'm afraid of, of a recurrence. So it just you know worries me in a way. But anyway. 
hopefully you will be able to pass those candy stones with no problem and that your health will get better here pretty soon and uh, thank you thank you for calling in again thank you so much hello lib love inspire radio i just wanted to do a shout out to you for the well wishes um definitely not the most fun experience in my life having kidney stones um definitely am very motivated to focus more on my health going forward and just drinking tons of water i hope you're doing well Hi Elizabeth, it's Jared calling in with a meditation check-in. It's actually like a midday meditation check-in. I am getting ready to go and pick up the kids for our after-school program that um, where I teach. And uh, I felt like before um, going, before getting ready to kind of work with these middle schoolers would be a good time to get a sit-in. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, and another, it's interesting how, like, I've been really sort of up and down you know, in terms of um, emotionally up and down for the last couple of days. Some good news and some bad news and some, you know, well, things that I judge as good and good or bad. But it's interesting how whether I see it as good or bad, it still can be a distraction, you know. Jared, I just wanted to say that I'm so proud of you for continuing strong on your meditation habits. Um, yeah, so the good and the bad are definitely equally distracting. And I guess that's why um, the two main things that cause us to be unhappy are craving the good things and aversion to the bad things. And so when something bad happens, like the bad news that you got from back home, um, then you, you don't want stuff like that to happen. And so you react to that with unhappiness. And then when something that is good happens, so the other things that are distracting you, um, if those ever stopped happening or if a problem happened in regards to one of those good things or or whatever say you just got a new car and then someone just smashed it up type thing then you have craving to that good thing um, and so if it's gone then you're unhappy because it's gone or or not there type thing so you're left in a constant state of wanting those good things and not the just hating or wishing that the bad things would just go away type thing so kind of caught in the middle between those two and so the best thing that you can do um, well of course is to hopefully attend one of the 10 day courses and learn more about that um, but yeah just to try to look at them as just things that will change so you can definitely enjoy the good things while they're there and take it full advantage of them um, but just know that it's temporary and that it will end soon as well and same goes for the bad bad things um, it's bad at the moment but that's also temporary and things will get better hi i'm calling in for
from Free Podcast Host. And I'm calling about the meditation that you were describing in your intro. First, I wanted to say I never knew that there was different forms of meditation. And it was the same way for me with yoga. I didn't know that there was Hatha Yoga and Ashtanga Yoga and all that stuff. But bottom line is I was wondering how is the word spelled? That was my first question. And how is that meditation that you're doing, how is it different from the typical meditation that we may hear on, uh, like, for example, I use an app called Calm, C-A-L-M. And I don't know if it's a specific type of meditation or not. So uh, I look forward to meditating with you in the future. Bye. Hello, thank you so much for that call in and your question. So first off, you asked me, how is it spelled? It's B-I-P-A-S-S-A-N-A. Um, I can write that in the comments on the segment as well. Um, well, it'll probably be in the title. Um, and then I'll also put a, excuse me, a link to um, a website with more information on it um, because it's actually a very involved um, technique. It's definitely very different from any other meditation technique. Uh, yes, there are different types, just as there are different styles of yoga and that kind of thing. Um, and so, like, personally, I honestly think that meditation almost doesn't describe what Vipassana is. Um, most people, when they meditate, it's a completely different process than what's being done with the, the technique in this meditation style. Um, and in a previous segment, I compared Vipassana meditation to um, kind of using like a, a brain surgeon on a tumor to treat the tumor compared to um, just giving a painkiller to that person for the, uncom the uncomfortable feelings um, caused by the tumor and so that kind of gives you an idea of how much in depth it is compared to other meditation techniques. Um, like you mentioned the app that you use for guided meditations and um, other meditation techniques you can definitely learn that easily. Whereas Vipassana meditation, um, <clears throat> I actually will never attempt to teach it on my station um, because it actually requires a 10-day course to learn the meditation technique um, because you need to have enough support around um, because like I was saying, it's kind of like performing surgery and so if I tried to start teaching people Vipassana meditation, it would be kind of like a surgeon who hasn't, well not even a surgeon, a person who hasn't been trained in surgery, performing a surgery, and then just kind of trying to bandage it up and hope you're okay type thing. So I do not consider myself to be a meditation teacher. And I highly, highly, highly recommend checking out the 10-day courses. I know it seems like a long time, um, to take out of your life, but it's very well worth it. Um, before my first course, I did the math, and 10 days is only 0.02% of a year, so in the long run, it's actually not that bad, and you just kind of have to make it a priority to get to a course 
the courses do get filled up really fast and so you usually have to book in your course um, months in advance so kind of gives you a lot a lot of time to figure out your life and making it work in your life type thing getting time off of work if you need to that kind of thing um, the courses are fully by donation so you're not expected to pay anything at all at any time unless you want to donate once you've completed a course so they'll provide you with a place to stay and amazing food for the full full course and all you have to do is go and learn the technique and um, yeah so let me know if you have any questions about that um, it's probably not the kind of answer that you expected to hear um, but that's how it is <laughs> so I hope that hasn't scared you away uh, let me know what you think and if you think that you could ever attend a 10-day course.